Hey, I just got finished making my episode about Horizon Zero Dawn, and I just realized while making the episode, I was talking about games I've been playing, and I said that I think that The Outer Worlds was the last game I played, but I was wrong for some reason. I don't know why. Doom slipped my mind. I forgot that I had just finished that. And I need to talk about it because that was the other game I needed to talk about today. Um, I did a... What's it called? It, my, my, summary, my summary review of it. So you can see in a little s- snippet what I felt about that game. And this isn't going to be a review of Doom. It's just going to be, be talking about it, right? Um, which is different. If you, if you listen to my review of um, Final Fantasy VII... That is a review. I scripted that. I try to talk about every aspect of the game I could think of and come together and put it all together and give you exactly what I, how I think that game stands, knowing all I do about it and have beaten it and played it all the way through. Like I completed, I played every side mission in that game. I, I did everything, you know, and I and I gave it a full-on heavy-duty review. This is not that. I'm just going to talk about. Just gonna talk about it, and like not too technically. Um, I also listen, listen. I love Doom 2016. I fucking love this game. It's so much better than I thought it was gonna be. It's so much better than it should have been. This game is phenomenal. But okay, let me back up here. Uh yes. I I've just beaten this game, and I played it. Because it's definitely a game I've wanted to play for a long time. And because of this coronavirus uh, arc that we're in here, it was a perfect time to catch up on some games. Uh, Doom 2016 was on PS Now. So I was, I've been subscribed to that recently and decided to play it. And I just fell in love with that game. I, I, I've known Bowen has played it a long time ago. And of course, Doom Eternal came out. And frick, I'm like, damn, that game looks awesome. Why? I should definitely play it, but I feel like I should play Doom 2016 first. And like, here we are. And we had a discussion about Doom 2016 the other day. I just kind of brought it up while we were hanging out. And I just said that I love Doom. That uh, I love Doom. I think it's amazing and i think we talked about wolfenstein as well which is a relevant conversation to have because uh they're both made by id software right they're under the same guys and i think both uh bowen and noah said at least bowen said certainly that he likes wolfenstein better and that is a totally cool opinion i can totally get that you know wolfenstein some of the things wolfenstein has going for him what bowen explained was that, of course, there is a more interesting to him the the the, the world of having this kind of uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry, I'm blanking. I blank a lot when I'm doing these podcasts. That's why it's good to have have it scripted. Um, having this alternative uh, history with Nazis running everything and killing Nazis and. And that kind of war story and that environment and that futuristic, what the future would look like with kind of like the technologies and advancements that they have made after winning the war is a very, it's a very cool world. And I agree. I think that is a, a, a uh, from a um, conceptual idea. Um, Wolfenstein definitely has that going for them. 
he said he really enjoyed uh, kind of like the options of having stealth and that in there and just a little bit mix up to the gameplay. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Uh, you, I can definitely see make an argument for Wolfenstein, New Colossus, or, or if you're talking about New Order, either one being a better game. I don't agree with it. And I guess I'm just going to talk about why and why I love Doom so much. Um, first of all, I should also say I have not played through all of Wolfenstein New Colossus. I've played some of New uh, Wolfenstein New Colossus, and I've watched the whole game be played basically by Noah. Um, I, I've watched the majority of it been played, and, I, and I, I've seen the ending and all that kind of stuff. So in all intents and purposes, I understand the whole experience for the most part and, 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 and uh, have experienced a lot of it. Um, I played a lot of New Order as well. And this is the first Doom game I have played since Doom 3. And Doom 3 was the only game I played before that. I never played the original Dooms. Um, and Doom 3, I think, is uh, a very underrated game. In my opinion, I think Doom 3 is a very good game. It's just not what people, I think, really wanted. They went a different direction with it. A direction that I thought they, they did well. But I, I do like this game a lot better. And, and, and coming back to, I think, their roots with this game. Um, Doom... I think over Wolfenstein, why I like it better than Wolfenstein is that Wolfenstein, I should talk about some of the things I don't necessarily like about Wolfenstein. Um, I think this story is cool. I don't think it's a great story. I'll be honest. I think it, it, it's very flashy. I think it's absurd and over the top and I love it for that. It's very Tarantino-esque um, in that regard. I love it. I think it's very stylistic, but I think it's a little bit style over substance sometimes. Um... It, but, but I do like some of the things that are going on in it. But I think, again, it, it, it's sometimes its absurdity it, it is more interesting than what is actually happening here or the character moments. Not that there's not good elements to the story and there's not good characters. There is. I think Blaskovitz as a character is is, is really um, endearing, for sure. That's Nazi-hating Jewish man with an accent who's just a fucking Nazi killer. You understand where he's coming from kind of thing. He, he's a he's an all-American guy, you know. He, he He's fucking awesome. His wife and some of the other characters are good. But, you know, I just think some of it's a little bit... <sighs> I don't know. Like I said, sometimes I think it's a little bit of more style over substance, and there's just some stuff that just is just crazy for being crazy. Um, of course, there's some absolutely things about it that I love in the story. Um, and to say that it's a more interesting story than Doom, for sure. But I think the story of Doom is better in this. Well, not better, but it, it, I think it suits the game so well. I have really largely no issue with the story in Doom. Um, I think it's decision to kind of really remain in the background and 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 be, and, and, simp and be a pretty simple story of hey um we have opened these gates to hell to get resources and things are fucky now um we need you to fix it because you're the only guy who can and, and and not trying to make it more complicated or 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 forceful than it needs to be and still be fairly engaging uh I think it was was a was a good idea. However, if there's one thing I would have issue with Doom, like because I, I gave it a nine point five, uh, which is fucking huge score, uh, to get to give a game. I know, but I, I do think it's like a, close to a perfect game. Like it, it's it's amazing. Um, and it's, if there's a few things I could change about it, because I don't mention that in the summary review, I don't have time to list all the pros and cons in a summary review, right? I, if a game's that positive, I usually just talk about the positive things in a summary. But, um, you know, if there's things I would change, I would change, 
I would like to see a little bit more characterization by like the kind of woman villain, I guess you could call her, if, if you want to call her that. Um, I, I like the robot guy you talk to the whole time. He's really cool. But I wanted a little bit more of a reason to like really despise this lady and feel like the real want to, to, to destroy her. And, um, you know, I think they definitely had no excuse to build upon that, to not have built upon that more. And they do try a little bit, but because there's only a couple characters in the game, I think they could have really went heavy in on that and to make um, the game you get more invested into that aspect of the storyline. Because really, you're really invested in the gameplay, which is fantastic, but I would have liked to be more invested in that part of the story as well. That's really the thing that would have changed them story-wise. Also, would have changed them the way they pace the game. Um, I know there's not a whole lot they could do, right? Uh, they you do the platforming, but some of the platforming sometimes it's kind of stupid. Uh, there's some moments where it's like, okay, I think I can make that jump and blah blah, and I end up dying. And maybe it's just me. I ended up dying needlessly many times because of the really awkward platforming they had it had in the game, and they chose that. And I'm not I'm not saying they shouldn't have had that in there. They needed something to pace it out, right, and to give you breaks in between the combat, but. Uh, I think they could have done it better is all. That's all I'm saying. And also the pistol is useless in the game. I think you could have gotten rid of the pistol. Or like, yeah, like even just have them throw the pistol away. That'd been like a cool little thing. Like as soon as you get the fucking shotgun, you just fucking to to toss your pistol. Because <laughs> I never used the pistol again after uh, I, I got a shotgun and all the other weapons you get. Um, I just think it was a useless item, basically. It was only service of at the beginning. Or maybe never start with it. Start with a shotgun. Um, yeah, like really minor things. The game looks incredible. Like really, looks really, really good. Holy shit. Um, and I guess it, like that's where I, where all the, I guess the assets and texture assets and shit like that must have been what made the game so large. Because the file size, like it was a huge amount of gigabytes. I was really surprised for how short of a game it is, how much space it took up on my PlayStation. Like holy crap. It's like 80 gigs or something like that. Like it was enormous. I think that was like how close it was, like 60 to 80 gigs. Uh, I was like, wow, what the frick? Secure was like 12 gigs. <laughs> like, what the frick? Um, they have different methods, I guess, to how they make that, though, and the way they use their assets. But like, uh, I could also, I could see that because the game looks really, really damn good. Holy shit. Like, I would not have guessed that that was an earlier generation game by any means. Um, but uh, what am I saying here? I'm trying to compare Wolfenstein and, and Doom. So. So yeah, like yeah, sure. Wolfenstein, you could say yeah, has a, a better story if you like that. But I think the gameplay is such so, so much significantly better than Wolfenstein. I mean, Wolfenstein has good gameplay. Uh, you know, it, it it feels very meaty, the gunshots, and, and very satisfying. But it doesn't have the same kind of flow, and um, I would say like, oh, or like this fuck like circus Olay mayhem. Uh, movement you are you're going through during during these fights in Doom like I don't it, it is it is it is it, it's amazing it's awesome it's like perfect it, it's it's so good the gameplay the flow of movement and strafing and that arcadey feel that they kind of replicate in in uh Wolfenstein to an extent but it just it just, it just works flawlessly in Doom and switching weapons feels like just on the dot easy knowing exactly what I'm switching to at, at that moment taking a few seconds to do it and just this orchestra I think I remember saying it's like a symphony of like a beautiful symphony of violence in my uh, um, little 
freaking summary review there, and that, that's like the best way to describe the game to me. It's just the symphony, the symphony, this dance uh, of uh, of just mayhem going on here that just flows so beautifully. And if I die, it's absolutely my fault every time. And I know exactly what I did wrong. I was like, oh man, I just you 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 got you got out you got out of the flow somehow. You 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 got you got hesitant, you got scared, you started getting beat up, and and you kind of lost that kind of. You got out of the zone. You really get into a zone when you play Doom. Part of that is definitely the mechanics and how just good they feel. It's weird at first. Like when you first start playing, you just I'm just not used to playing games this way. There's not any of these really arcadey strafey shooters that are, exist right now anymore. That used to be what first per first person shooters were when they started. Now you know since Call of Duty with um, when Modern Warfare came out, like every game tries to have that kind of style of first person shooting. Or even you know go back to Halo. Even first changed that at first, right? And then you go to the Modern Warfare, and now things have changed that way. And in, in game Gameplay from a first-person shooting standpoint has really roughly stayed to that now, and it's so refreshing to have something different than that. And I think um, par far superior, just entertainment-wise and engagement-wise, than all any of those shooters I've played. I th really think it's uh, like the best first-person shooter of this generation. I think so. And you can make arguments for other games, like I know Bowen will immediately chime in with Titanfall 2, and that's that's a very you know that's a very respectable opinion to have about that um i just i just don't agree i i just think yes there's uh, maybe there's more depth to titan like there's a, there's a higher ski, skill ceiling and all this kind of stuff for titanfall 2 but i just feel like the flow is just so seamless and anyone can get into it kind of thing with doom and just you know, it's, it's not a multiplayer game, and they just, they've orchestrated all... The, because it's not a multiplayer game, they, they're able to orchestrate it to its highest efficiency with creating the level environments that they do, which I think have been done super well. I think the level environment's a huge plus, and, and what is better about Doom over Wolfenstein, I think the level design Wolfenstein really holds it back sometimes, because I know it's a different game, but I think some of its combat systems don't mesh with each other the best. I don't love the the stealth system that well in Wolfenstein. time. I'm glad it's an option, but I'm always with when it comes to stealth games, games that have stealth in it, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to just praise it because it put stealth in there. I really want to see them flesh it out well and make sure it's a good stealth system. Maybe that comes from my experience with like Metal Gear Solid and, and stealth games like that where like you can really make stealth amazing, right? And when it's just kind of half-assed, um, you know, I think it can really break, kind of break up the game a little bit um, because, you know... I think in Wolfenstein, doing the stealth is good when you can pull it off, but sometimes it's just like more frustrating than it is um, worth doing a lot of the time. But then also sometimes it is like necessary to do in certain elements because you just get butt fucked in certain situations. Like I never felt like there was these spikes of unnecessary difficulty because of the kind of enemies they put in that situation or the level design, which I think is the reason why some you get into those situations every once in a while. It's a little bit of bullshit. Um, I just don't think it's as fine-tuned. And I also just think the gunplay is just not as fun. Uh, all the gun, like there's that double, Bowen made the point of having double shotguns and stuff like that, or double weapons. And that's pretty cool. And that, that's definitely an awesome aspect of it. But um, I just don't, I just don't have never a, a single moment in Wolfenstein had nearly as much fun as a moment as it did in Doom with its gameplay. And there was never a moment in Doom 
where I felt like the gameplay was not working. It was always working and firing on all cylinders constantly. And another part of that reason, what, what makes it even better is how much the soundtrack, oh my gosh, the soundtrack just absolutely elevates this game to something that, you know, it just makes you realize how important music is in games. Not every game needs to be highly elevated by its music, but there, when you play those games that are, man, you just you just can't help but to absolutely love video game soundtracks. And when I think about my favorite games, actually, I realize all of them have amazing soundtracks. Like all all of the games I love have amazing soundtracks, and it's like, huh? Well, I don't think that's a coincidence. And it's not like I chose them because of their soundtracks. But I think often, sometimes soundtracks elevate games so dramatically, but also so. Um, um, what's the word? What's the word? Subtly, and you don't notice it all the time. Um, that we forget to kind of pay, like, acknowledge it. But in Doom. Not only does it like really like enhance the gameplay, but you you know it does because that uh, that fucking soundtrack is impossible to not notice, you know, and, and to be aware of while you're playing because it gets your adrenaline going. You feel fucking. Ins I was fucking like shoving my fist in the air, like pumping my after like I'd cleared out like a wave after like you know because you, you you start you know you're about to start a wave when you like whatever they're called like take out that orb from the fleshy thing and you know there's a fight gonna be and and this and the music design design's so good because you got like this beat playing that's like oh like really awesome and you know it's kind of like in a loop and it's just waiting for you to get started to really start that riff right and when it gets going you get going you get into the zone and so the the soundtrack not only is just great to listen on its own but it gets you into the zone and playing the game and makes you feel awesome after that's done and yeah, I just so many times was just like, fuck yes, right after I, I killed the last enemy or whatever and just hear the soundtrack kind of play itself out. Oh, there's been nothing like that uh, this generation, uh, soundtrack-wise. Nothing like that. There's been amazing soundtracks and um, for and have been great for different reasons, but I never had an experience like that where I got to praise the soundtrack so much and say it is one of the best soundtracks this generation and just ever like it, I, I love that soundtrack so much and part of it is because I definitely like heavy metal kind of music as well but man it, it is it is so undeniably good it is perfect perfect for the game um so those are some of the reasons I love Doom and yeah again going back to why I like it more than Wolfenstein I just, I just think the gameplay is just significantly better like I don't think it's just a little bit better I think it's significantly better and I think yes you could look at Wolfenstein like the story better um, but again, like I don't think Doom's story is bad. It's just not as emphasized as as Wolfenstein, and they definitely put a more emphasis on the story in Wolfenstein. Um, but even then, I think the story is just it's just good. Like I think, looking back on it, and, and, and looking back, and even watching videos of like scenes from it, is like yeah, that's that's really cool. But um, I think it's a little bit more style over substance. I think, and I think it's uh, yeah, not as great as I initially remember it being. Um, but it's still very good, and it's very an investing world to get into. It has good characters and all that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I, I do really like Wolfenstein, the New Order, I, I, or New Colossus. 
But I just think Doom's so much better, and I think it's because of its gameplay, and, and I think because of the fact the story does not hit me as hard in, in New Colossus as, as the gameplay does in Doom, if that makes sense, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that is my thinking on that when we were talking about that last night. Um, I just think Doom... And maybe you don't agree with me that Doom is as uh, kind of great in its gameplay as I do. I just, I, I just really do. I just really fucking love the gameplay so much. Um, and I just think it flows so beautifully. It, it's just like... I don't know. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's just this work of art in my mind and it's one of the best games i have it's just one it's the best one of the best games i've played this generation and i know i made i when to get to the end of this year i'm gonna make another list because i made the best games list of the decade and of course my opinions have already changed on that right because my opinions are always changing on things as you know that's pretty normal but um I'm going to have another chance to kind of redo that list because it'll be the end of the generation. I'll just make a, a top, like, maybe 20 games of the generation list kind of thing. And I hadn't played Doom when I played that top decade game. I made the top decade games list. And Doom would definitely be up there, maybe in the top 10, I think. Um, that's how much I love Doom. I, I think it's really that good. It, it would, it's, it's, I think it's likely to make my top 10 i liked it so much and it's crazy i like it so much but i'm probably not gonna play it again either i i would really like i would have a great time playing it again but i'm just i have a lot of games to play right but i could definitely play a game many times i think um over and I, i'd love to i will revisit it again I, sh- I wish i bought it i wish i didn't play it on ps now i wish i, I wish i uh found it on a sale or something uh, as i want to own that game and i will i'll find it on a sale sometime a really good sale and buy doom um, and then I gotta play Eternal. It, it makes me so excited to play Eternal. I just, I, I gotta prioritize, prioritize The Last of Us right now when it comes out, and you know, Ghost of Tsushima will come up after that. And then later in the summer, before Cyberpunk, I'll get Doom Eternal. I think, um, and maybe it'll be less. I can get it on a sale or something by then too, because um, I'm sure Doom Eternal will probably be a game of the year game this year. Um, if I'm gonna predict what I think will be game of the year games so far. I'm not going to comment on the things that haven't come out yet. So, you know, there's Ghost of Tsushima coming out, The Last of Us 2, and Cyberpunk. You know, I don't know. Till those games come out and we play them, then we'll, we'll see. But I think those are definitely games I could see if they turn out being as good as we have seen footage of and whatnot, you know, and come to expect from the studios. We'll see. But what has come out right now that I think could be nominated is one, Doom Eternal. I haven't played Doom Eternal, but I know enough about it and know enough about Doom 2016 that I could see this. Because Doom 2016 was a nominated game, and rightfully so. And I, I didn't take it as seriously back then when it got nominated, because it was going against like Overwatch and Uncharted 4, for example, right? And I thought those two games were like the ones, the top two for sure. But uh, Doom definitely, I think, should have, is definitely in the conversation there um, amongst those two games as well. Um, and I did not expect to be saying that really but I, I really do think so um whether i like it better than those two games hard to say um but uh they, they're they're definitely it definitely deserves it's definitely of that quality for sure um different game than both of those uh immensely but yeah definitely the same quality um what was i talking about oh yeah 
the games I think. So Doom Eternal, I think, will definitely be nominated, uh, despite what ends up coming up later this year. I think Doom Eternal is definitely kind of like a for sure in there. I think Final Fantasy VII Remake is also a for sure in there as well. Um, I think Animal Crossing could. I, I think Animal Crossing does, depending on what comes out later this year. Because Animal Crossing, by far, has been like one of the most popular games this year. And I think that alone also has just been super incredibly critically received. I think it has a good chance to be nominated as well. But I also think it could be that game that gets snubbed depending on what else is to come out this year. Right? Not because it's not deserving by any means, but it, it, it is just, you know, it is just Animal Crossing. And nothing bad. I, you understand what I mean. It, it doesn't really push any boundaries at all it, it just doesn't it, it is a good it's good for what it is and it's it's really good at what it is but what it is is a very it's, it's a very you know it's a, it's a life simulating have your island and crafting and, and making a life for yourself thing and continuing to do that there's nothing innovating or pushing the industry forward in that and game of the year games have usually have something like that going on where there's this really awesome gameplay that's just like wow you know it's pushing the setting the bar for things like doom eternal is it's setting the bar for shooters absolutely it looks beautiful it has it, and it's just yeah like it, just like what doom 2016 was but it seems like they you know, I don't know if it's better or worse. You know, some people have their opinion on whether Doom Eternal is good or better or worse than uh, Doom 2016, but it's undeniably great. And I, they definitely uh, have made innovations to it, right? Whether that be good for bad, good or bad. Um, Final Fantasy VII, again, I think, set in, again, again, a game that sets the bar for just action, for, for RPGs and how they inc incorporate storytelling and uh in and the interactive story and graphics and gameplay and, and innovating gameplay as well for rpgs i think and also remakes as well and what a remake can be and what that means much like resident evil 2 last year i am more impressed with resident evil 7 remake than i was with the resident evil 2 remake as a remake so i think there's a lot of reasons for and also just an amazing game it's incredible and and also with a game that's so legendary to be able to i think and to make and to do that remake such justice i think in my opinion uh i think there's a lot of reasons to see that as a game of the year nominee as well and then of course then, yeah so that's that's my understanding for animal crossing i think it could be but it just doesn't there's just nothing there outside of it being super popular and people really liking it but there's just nothing there in in that aspect you know um but I think it definitely could be, for sure, because of how popular it is and how much people love it. Um, what else could be? What came out? What else came out this year that I think could be up there? Not Resident Evil Three. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that could have been if it turned out good. Um, let me just look up what's come out this year really quickly. Maybe I'm missing something that could be possible. Um. I don't think Neo 2 is, although I would love to see that. It, in the same way as Animal Crossing, as great as it is, doesn't push any boundaries. Doesn't really push the industry forward in any way. It, it's great, but yeah, it's just it's just not like Doom or, or Final Fantasy from this year, you know. Uh, even though I really love Neo 2, 
Um, uh, Neo 2 did really good though. Like it sold really, really well compared to the first one. And um, when I was talking to Bowen and yesterday and Noah as well about, we were talking about the Surge 2 and how only 2% of people on Xbox there, at least, it's probably similar to other platforms, but only 2% had completed the game had bought the game right because you have the percentage of people who've gotten it to get in that trophy kind of thing right um that's a that's very few people that's so small that's so much smaller than i was expecting and when i was looking at like trophy list on my on, on my playstation i was looking like okay so what's kind of like average for people to like buy a game and, and complete it and i was looking at it looked around 20 percent actually for like typically well-received games a lot of people played um, multi-plat or, or or exclusive, whatever. I looked at a bunch. 20% around-ish, slightly under, a little bit above, was pretty normal. Uh, uh, pretty normal percent of people to actually complete the games they buy. And Neo 2, I was so surprised to see that it had a 50% completion rate rating. It was like, I think like the, the, the highest percentage of people, uh, almost any game I owned. I was super surprised to see that. And I think it's because... For those playing Neo 2 knew exactly what they were getting into. I don't think a lot of people bought Neo 2 thinking, oh, let's try this. I think pretty much everyone who bought that game knew, I love this and I want to play, I want more of this. I know exactly what I'm getting into. I'm going to beat it kind of thing. Because it, it is a niche game and a niche genre. So, yeah. And then I was, I was, there was a couple of games I was surprised to see, like Soma, have such a low amount of people percent of people actually beating it. Um, yeah. So that was interesting. I'm really curious to look at other games now and just look at that and see how many people actually have beaten this game. It's, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing to look at. Interesting thing to look at. What other games? Let me look up really quick. Games of 2020. Let me see. Just get. Well, yeah, you got Cyberpunk, of course. That's not coming out yet, though. Last of Us. Avengers is coming out this year. I don't think. We'll, we'll see what that ends up turning out to be. Uh, oh, Ori in the Blind Forest. I forgot about that. That, unfortunately, is a game that I think definitely could deserve a nomination, but I don't think it's going to because it, for some reason, that game just did not have a lot of people. It, it just it just didn't get a lot of um, attention for whatever reason. Did it come out at a bad time? Did it come out? Probably came out pretty close to Doob and Animal Crossing, I feel like. And then people just forgot about it because I think everyone like really loved it. But like I heard about it for like a day, and then that's it. And there was like no more talk about it for some reason. I think it just came out at a really awkward time. Um, but you know what? They they they'll look back on these games and they might say, "Hey, Ori should also be up there and could be." Right now, I think Ori is definitely one that could be and be good because um, I don't want to be rude here towards Xbox, but they have not had any of their exclusives be nominated for a game of the year and it would be nice for them to get at least one um by the end of this generation i think and if ori can do it that's their best chance i think and that'd be really i think that'd be good for them i think it'd be good for them people see these and like wow these are the great kind of games that are on the system and they just not have anything to show for that and i, I think it would be really good for them to have ori on there will the wisps what else is there? Call of Duty Warzone. Now yeah, that won't be game of the year. I mean, who knows? Call of Duty Warzone was a pretty big hit. That, that could be possible. I, I see. I think unlikely, but it could be possible if it continues to be as popular as it is. And uh, you know, every next big game is a flop. It's possible. 
There was a Dragon Ball game, but it wasn't that good, I don't think. Dreams was a pretty big deal, but again, people have stopped talking about that as well. Um, but I think it's one of those games... It's, it's, it's a weird game, because it's one of those things where the community is very, very strong. And we might see... It's a game that's only going to get better over time, as because it's, it's, you're creating... It's, it's a game that where you create games, right? And I think in more time once we see some of the crazy things that the real crazy like legit things people are making but they need the time to make it when that starts coming out it might have this weird like popularity again i don't know who knows and maybe that'll that'll happen this year i think if it has something like that happen this year it could be because people are just not talking about it anymore but let's say some people make like these legit experiences that are like must kind of play things that you can experience in it by before the end of this year happens and they get like and people start talking about it that could be something it's a it's a strange game there's no game like it um there's not been a game made like this that is like basically just this huge engine but it's also a game like it's a weird thing and it, it, it's definitely like highly praised but yeah i don't i don't see that happening i'm just saying it's a possibility Um, and that's all I'm kind of talking about here, and, and I doubt it. But again, like that's a game like it's just possible, but very unlikely. Only possibility is if every other game this comes out this year ends up being bad, <laughs> kind of thing, right? And we only have these to choose from. Then dreams could be a possibility. Um, I accidentally clicked on a game. What else was here? Shit, sorry, I gotta pull up that list again, and then I'll end this episode. I just, I'm just curious. No, fuck. What have we done? What have I done? Oh, there we go. Oh, Valorant. So that's not out yet, but it looks very promising. Like I, I really want to try that when it's like totally out. Um, it, you know, it, it gives me these Overwatch vibes, but it's not Overwatch. You know, it's more akin to something like CS:GO, but it is. It gives me those Overwatchy vibes, and you can pl play like certain characters that have abilities, and I think it could be a huge hit um, from what I've seen. That's not out yet, though, so maybe I shouldn't even talk about it. But I'm just saying that that that's something that could be really cool this year. Disintegration, that's not out either, but I've heard mixed things about that from people who've played it. Um, what else is out right now, though? What's out right now? That could be. That's probably that's probably it for what's out right now. But what we can look forward to still, there's a lot of look, things to look forward to still as well, right? That could be these really great, awesome Game of the Year nominee kind of games. Even, maybe even a Marvel's Avengers. Who knows? Maybe they'll turn out to be absolutely awesome. I'm kind of not interested in it, but like, I'll, 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 I'll keep, I'll, I'll, I'll pay attention to it when it comes out, you know? But I don't really have any interest in it right now. Yeah. I think the ones I am certain about, though, is Doom Eternal and Final Fantasy VII. I think those will definitely both be Game of the Year nominations, without a doubt. If either of those don't make it, I'll be upset. <laughs> um, but if you put... I mean, I'll probably understand, depending on what got put, chosen in its place, but I'd be pretty disappointed because they're both very deserving of that. Anyhow... That's it for this episode. I might as well log off here. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.